Hello, welcome to the podcast for Screw Ups. This is Wally. Uh, it is actually 1.49 a.m. Uh, yes, I have slept some. Um, yes, I woke up at 12-something. Now I'm trying to go back to sleep. Uh, tomorrow is a church day. Thank the Lord uh, for the Lord's Day. Uh, only one service, no teaching tomorrow. Um, and uh, I'm just reflecting on a hard week wreck, toothache, struggle at work, just the, the, the grind of work got me this week, um, and, you know, spilled coffee on myself, uh, just like one of those weeks where bad things happen, uh, and I was reading some out of the book, uh, and I thought about this, uh, Mark 11, uh, which I tried to do on the side of the road, uh, I drove down to see if the car was still there, and it was, um, so I had to get it towed home, which is bad. Uh, so that one trip is going to cost me money I don't have, just in all honesty. Um, so, you know, that money has to come from somewhere. It comes from work. Um, but, you know, there was some savings that I had um, that is for stuff like that, yes. But it's also for, this is just me being dead a little honest. Uh, that some of that savings is for uh, burial uh, for me. Uh, I know that sounds dumb, but I am trying to be thinking about the future of me. Uh, and there may not be, obviously, if you die, you know, you can't take care of it. So you have to be ready for that kind of day. And yes, I worry about stuff like that. Um, I don't want to leave my burden to somebody else. Um, and I don't care where I go after. Uh, my family has a plot not too far from here. Uh, but I don't really, you know, it's like that uh, NF song uh, where he says, uh, put me in a garbage bag and throw me away because uh, my time on earth will be done. Uh, and my body, you know, my new body will be in heaven, I, I believe. That's just what I believe. So uh, to say all that is a rough way to start. I know I apologize Uh uh, I like to get it all out there, um, but uh, I'm going to read to you the triumphal entry uh, in 11, uh, and then I'm going to read to you some from the book, actually. Uh, I'm going to try to do that a little bit sporadically. Uh, I've been reading the digital version, and I've been reading the hard copy, too. Uh, it, I'm not perfect. You know, you probably have caught that, I hope. The whole screw-up thing is not a lie, uh, and I share in the book a lot of struggle parts, um, which, like when I was reading it tonight, I was like, God, you have to share about struggling again. Uh, and I remember how hard it was to to write it down, um, to write down that I struggled, that I failed, that I did this, that I, and I don't name my sins. I'm just letting you know that I do sin. Um, and to me, it's a hole in a lot of books that I've read, uh, is that there is no talk of the bad. Uh, there's no talk of the struggle. There's no talk of the sin, uh, any of that. Uh, so this is, my, this is my response to that verse, to pursuit of holiness, and to that notion of, well, I'm a struggler. Uh, you know, I'm not, it's not a self-help book. You know, I'm not painting sunshines all around. I'm saying that I struggle in life. And that, that life is hard. Um, so, anyways, 
that may be good or bad. Uh, the public will tell us. Um, I currently uh, am not selling very many books. That's which is fine. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, I think I brought. No, don't tell me I didn't bring those stupid glasses after I was carrying them everywhere. Good Lord. Sorry about that. Okay, we will struggle through. Um, now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethpage, and to Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, which you know is where he prays, by the way, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it to me. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it and will send it back to you here immediately. Um, you think a colt would be worth a lot if Jesus rode on it and he was the only one who ever rode on it? Anyway, it's just a thought there. Um, in today's society, you could sell that at auction. Uh, okay. Um, and they went away and found the colt tied at the door in the street, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to him, What are you doing, untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let him go. And they brought the colt to Jesus, and they threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Cloaks, again, I think they're, I think it's like a pullover of the top uh, kind of thing. Uh, it'd be funny if it was like a sweatshirt. Like a pullover, like a hoodie. <laughs> uh, I like that notion. Uh, and they told him, had Jesus had said, and they let him go. And they brought the coat to Jesus, and their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they could cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Which is a cool song, by the way. Blessed is he who come, the coming kingdom of our Lord David, Hosanna in the highest. And he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And where he had looked around at everything as it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Um, uh, I'm glad Jesus got this moment. Uh, I, yeah, I write in the book uh, something. I don't know if I can find it. Um, I'll try to find it for you. Uh, but uh, I have a chapter in the book that's just titled Jesus, uh, which is smart by me. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> I wish I'd have brought those glasses. How terrible is that? I promise I was carrying those bad boys around. I tried to tie them to my neck, but it didn't work. Um, okay, I'm well. I was, was going to read the part about that. I'm sorry, I'm trying to look and see. Oh, crap. Uh, 
uh, I'm not going to find what I'm looking for. So I'm just going to read you some of this. Um, sorry, I'm reading. I apologize. Um, yeah, you're right. Wally just reading the whole thing. Okay. As I am praying and working through all these thoughts in my journey with Jesus, my hope is to more regularly recognize and learn from his work in my life. In all my reflections, I am surprised that it has taken me so long to get to the following consideration. How uncomfortable must it have been? How, mu how uncomfortable must the experience of the life on earth have been to Jesus? In heaven, the angels continually sing of his holiness and glory. Everything surrounding him was focused on his goodness. Just like that Toby Mac song, There's a goodness in my life. Yeah, okay. Um, it must have been comfortable in a holy way. Yet he willingly left the environment behind to take the troubles of the human experience, all of those who have such high, little regard for him. His willingness to sacrifice his perfect life through gruesome death led to his name being exalted above every name. The Son of Man, who is celebrated above all over, had no place to lay his head. What if the Savior had to use a rock for a pillow? He knows more than we ever will what it means to be uncomfortable, and he calls us to follow him. Um, it's a big calling to follow him. Um, and I, 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 in the book, I, there's this tension of comfort and uncomfort um, because the one thing that God says to me when I'm sitting in the truck and in the car in Troy which I think that may be this car that's broken down now. How about that? Uh, anyways, it may not be. It could be the Camry. I, I, I can't remember. Uh, it's gone too. <laughs> um, but God says to me in my spirit, uh, you're too comfortable. And my argument with God is, hey, um, I'm sitting here early in the morning to go help some church set up. How am I too comfortable? Um, I am. I get that way. I get comfortable in my ways, and he has to shake me out of it. Uh, I'm going to read a little more right here. Uh, Jesus, and this is this goes against uh, those preachers who preach that gospel that's uh, health and wealth, uh, that, that sunshine and rainbows, uh, that, that there is no trouble, that there is no sin. Uh, this right here is against that. I'm against that. In my book, in my life, uh, people who preach that, they're preaching garbage. And they're, they're trying to tickle your ears because they think that you want to hear the easy stuff. Uh, which is fine. Go sit in an empty church and believe that. Um, to all those people who are out there who are preaching the wrong gospel, uh, watch out. Uh, Charles Spurgeon says, uh, and he's talking about election, but he's talking about the blood heaping up on your doorstep if you don't preach the right stuff. And he's talking about election in that regard. But um, if you're a preacher, you better beware what you're preaching. 
just FYI, I apologize for sounding so ominous. My throat is sounding that way this evening. Jesus has never guaranteed ease in this life. That's right, health and wealth people. He had never guaranteed it. He never promised it. None of it. Okay? He does not promote, he does promise rest. Though even in our discomfort, those who acknowledge that they are weary and heavy burdened can come to him and expect to find calm in the chaos. Though my life does not always match this desire, I truly do want to be like Jesus. I want to follow him. It is uncomfortable for me to proclaim this while being aware of all the times that I pick my way instead of his. Picking comfort or pleasure easily leads to sin for me. Other than what scripture makes clear for all us, I hope that I never assume that I know what it is and is not sin in your life. In my life, though, a large portion of my trouble comes from the places where I have traveled my path instead of God's. All this talk of forsaking comfort and accepting discomfort for the sake of Christ is largely American or first world challenge. In comparison with my culture, I'm not living the high life. I've explained this to Jesus. <laughs> uh, yet I... Uh, currently enjoy air conditioning, electricity, music of my choice, playing on my device, and access to the mobile phone, to a mo the mobile phone, it's the iPhone, that I am putting these thoughts down with. There are many people in this world who have far less. Jesus' earthly life looked more like the li look, look, earthly life looked a lot, lot more like their lives than mine. Certainly having much is, is a blessing and not a reality that is inherently evil. The point I, that I so often forget is that being blessed with much in no way minimizes the call to follow Christ. He calls me to follow even when following means leaving comfort behind. You are too comfortable. That's the thought that still haunts me, but I am grateful for. God put me on this path so I might seek him. His spirit continues to call me to be holy like Jesus. Holiness is not just a platform to brag for from. It is a pursuit of a holy God. It is becoming more like him and less like myself. That's John 3.30. He wants that for us. To be more like him, we must know him. Can you see him? A friend of mine uses this quote a lot. I'm guessing that's Jason, by the way. I don't know a lot of Tozer. Um, what comes into our minds when we think of God is the most important thing about us. A.W. Tozer says that. Um, what is the picture, picture of Jesus in your head and in your heart? May you see him as the movies and the theater portray him? Maybe you think first that his beard is long because he's a Nazarite and he's rough and his hands are rough. Uh, like I tend to think of him, but I don't have a picture of him in my head. And what comes to mind, how do you think of him? For he grew up before him like a young plant 
and like a root out of the dry ground. He had no form of majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. Isaiah 53, 2. And then the next thing I do is I challenge people to read Isaiah 53. Um, Isaiah 53 is all about Jesus. Um, and, uh, you know, it talks about there being no beauty in him, uh, nothing that people would desire or whatever. Um, and so that's a little piece of the book. Uh, it's about Jesus, uh, my hero, uh, the person, you know, that, that you want to follow. You know, come follow me. You can follow me all you want to, but I'm trying to follow him. He's my, he's my, my aim. My desire is to be like him. That's my desire. Um, and I fall short. You know, like I made a podcast for screw-ups um, because I screw up. I struggle. I fall. I fail. Um, I could fall again. You know, I've struggled this week with sin. Uh, I'm trying to work through it. I'm trying to work past it. I'm trying to uh, turn away to repent. Uh, I don't know why this just popped in my head. Tyler's name just popped in my head. I'm praying for Tyler. Uh, he's preaching tomorrow. He said it's a tough text. Uh, they're in Exodus. Um, you know, the old uh, podcast here won't be doing Exodus. I'm just letting you know, unless the Lord says. Um, so, you know, I don't know where or when you catch the podcast. I love the idea of, like, Jason, my friend Jason Black, listen while he's driving. Hey, Jason, if you're out there, man. Um, uh I love that idea of people riding down the road and listening to a little bit of the podcast. Um, you know, I'm putting my life out here. Uh, and my life has struggle. Uh, it's just like how I started, you know. I started by being real honest just about where I'm at. Uh, uh, you know, trouble. Today I had to get my truck, my vehicle towed home. Um, instead of going straight to the junkyard, because it's a holiday weekend and I can't get ticket, I couldn't take it just straight to a junkyard. Um, that's what I tried to do early in the week. It just didn't work out. I mean, sometimes life doesn't work out for you. Uh, and, you know, I'm kind of a baby about it. Uh, like, I'll complain about this for a while. You'll probably hear me talk about it. It's just like I, I recognize that I was complaining about the other job. Um, the other job has moved on without me, and they're doing fine. Um, you know, uh, I talked to somebody, my good friend who works there, who I'm a fan of. Uh, he's going on a cruise, uh, and uh, which, by the way, if you ever need your TV fixed, uh, he doesn't support me and or this podcast, but I support him. Uh, his name is Mark Tucker, and his, th his business is called Tucker TV, and they're right there in Graysville, Alabama. Um, I'm just telling you, one of the most honest businessmen I ever met, uh, you know, if you need your TV fix, he'll tell you how much it costs and whether it's good, whether you should or shouldn't. Uh, and a lot of people go ahead and pay him the money. He tells them to go to Walmart and buy a new TV. That He doesn't make any money off that. Uh, people don't do that in business. Uh, he's very uncommon in that way. And he's a super hard worker, just a good man. Uh, you know, there's no way that business that he's working for, that I formerly worked for, uh, appreciates how good a worker he is. Uh, what all he does uh, for that company, um, you know, he does far more than I ever did. Uh, although my warehouse was hotter than his by a degree or two. I'm just throwing that out there. He didn't get any AC, though, in his caveat. Uh, anyways, uh, so I'm, you know, sitting here 
in the evening, early a.m., hoping I'll get more sleep, uh, praying that I'll get more sleep, um, and doing the old podcast. Um, thankful for it. Um, you know, I feel like I was talking to a friend tonight, and I was just going off the things that are going on with me, the podcast, the book, thinking about forming a ministry, and I just was yammering about me, and I just don't like that. Um, I'm thankful for what God's doing in my life, but I want Him to be the show. Uh, I want people to know about Jesus, uh, and I'm not trying to. Um, yes, a thousand people have listened. I hope they've heard about Jesus. You know, I hope my life is pointing people to Jesus, uh, that I'm encouraging people to Christ, because that's what I want to do uh, as a practice. Uh, I think I've always kind of done it, but I want to do it in system, uh, which means i got to talk to people like BJ, uh, if I can catch him, uh, or like Clay. Uh, just to, And, you know, I'm going to have a little board, uh, which is weird to me, you know, because I don't want to have a title. Just hear me say, I, I'm not interested in my desk or my title or something on the door that says my name. I'm just interested in telling people about how good God is. That when people look at me, they can see a Savior that is so good. Um, That's what I hope for. Um, and I, you know, I don't know how many days I have left on the planet, um, but I'm trying to live that way. And I have moments where I don't live that way. And I hate those moments. Uh, I hate my sin. And I don't want to live that way anymore. And I'm still struggling with ways that I'm still struggling with. Um, you know, um, uh, Jerry is who I was speaking to. I hope that he knows that I wasn't bragging on myself. Uh, I just was trying to say what God was doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, asking him for advice on things that I need advice with. Um, you know, that to me, that's what the board thing is all about, is having advisors uh, who can help me from falling into holes. Uh, because I tend to do that on occasion. Uh, I think about Saint. Uh, whatever ministry he's doing there at the church, it'll be good tomorrow. Uh, unless he's taking off. Uh, maybe spending time with family, which will be lovely. Uh, he and Renee are good family people. Uh, they're about their family. Uh, they're about loving their family and doing that for the glory of the Lord, uh, which I'm thankful for. Uh, I wish I could mention you all. Uh, uh, you know, if you send me a note, I'm going to say something about it. <laughs> uh, if you tell me I drink a drink, uh, I'm going to say something about it. Um, so be a part of the podcast if you want to be. Uh, WallyMac2 at gmail.com. Uh, that is the old email. I guess everything's old. That's a little Diet Coke that's still fresh from the Door Bulldogs game.
and uh, you know, I just uh, I'd love to catch lunch tomorrow with a student if I could. Um, I don't know, you know. Uh, I just am curious about following, uh, trying to invest. And then that notion keeps washing over me tonight about Jesus leaving heaven. Um, and I don't know if he calls it comfort or not, but it's not a bad place where people sing your name. Uh, or your walk-up music is holy, holy, holy. That's what Jesus' walk-up music is. Um, uh, maybe this week it's a Toby Mac song. Because uh, my guess is songs originate in heaven before they wind up being on the earth um, he makes the rain it falls on us you know he's the goodness in our life uh, that's what that's a little Toby Mac for you um, that's about all I'm going to give you this evening uh, I'm going to go try to lay down and go to sleep I hope you can sleep whenever it's your time to sleep uh, I hope work is going good for you uh, you know if it's a struggle cry out don't sin like I do sometimes uh, amidst the trouble. Uh, cry out. Ask God for help. Uh, and help keep you pure and holy. Holy like he's holy, uh, which he's really holy. <laughs> uh, he's so holy. Let me just give you a he's so holy as I leave. Uh, he's so holy that the uh, Ark of the Covenant, which is supposed to hold his spirit, um, he's so holy that when the Ark of the Covenant was falling and somebody reached to grab it, they died instantly because he's so holy. That's just his spirit in a box. It fell to the ground. The guy tried to catch it. He's a goner. Now, here's the thing. He's that holy. The mere mention of his name might could quicken your life. It might could take your life. It might could snap your life out of existence. That's how holy he is. And he says, be holy like I am holy. Be like me. Be holy. I, I struggle with that. I struggle with being like him. Uh, you know, Jesus, he's our pursuit. We don't compare ourselves to each other. We compare ourselves to him. And we're all lacking to be like him. He's the aim. You know, come be an arrow with your life like BJ. Uh, like Paul. You know, from blindness, from going blind to 13 books in the Bible. You know, fuming hate to doing grace. And mercy. I always put grace and mercy together, just like uh, guilt and shame. That uh, was funny, man. A friend of mine, his name's Matt, uh, the student minister there, and music worship minister uh, at High Point, uh, who had a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Matt. Um, Uh, sent me the thing about uh, holiness and mercy, the little explanation of how you explain them. 
because uh, I always get them mixed up in my head. And I think he heard me say that. And he sent me a note. He said, my student minister, and, you know, my student minister, and then somebody famous has probably said it. And I'm going to say it to the students on the 14th. Uh, so if you're a praying type person, uh, pray for me about the 14th. I'm nervous. Uh, uh, it'll be the first time I've stood uh, in this year uh, in front of anybody larger than 14 or 15 uh, before you know, before I started teaching, it was two or three. Uh, so God is expanding the uh, circle of people that are hearing me right now. Um, just like this, the podcast, the old podcast. Uh, more people are listening than um, have the all year for me. Um, and here's the thing. My mouth was shut. Um, now, I wasn't not sharing with people in my life. Uh, the limited number of people, whoever it was, the people at work, whatever. Uh, I never have not shared. I never have not tried to live out the life in front of people. I never haven't. Um, it's just for some reason God wants me to talk now, so I am. Uh, and when that time ends, I will end it. Um, and maybe the podcast will end, I don't know. Because uh, it's a good outlet for me. Um, it's a good way for me to share my life. Um, even if people don't get it, which I love sometimes that people don't get me. Okay. <clears throat> this is the end of the old podcast. Good day.